Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're having a great week here in mid-October. This is the replay from this past Sunday night's live call-in show. Scotty G joins me, and we took a ton of calls over the next hour. And we got some mini troop reports. We got a couple of those. So you want to know what it was like being down at Walt Disney World during Hurricane Ian? We get that. We get some reviews of the Halloween party. Austin calls in and talks about the trip he just got back from, taking his boys down to Walt Disney World after presenting a 50-slide PowerPoint presentation to get them ready for the trip. We also talk a little wine and dine race weekend, getting folks prepared for the experiences they are getting ready to have here in three short weeks in lots of fun calls, and one that is just full of metaphors. I, I don't know where the guy was going, but it's fun nonetheless. Don't forget today's show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan the most magical vacation ever for no cost to you. Check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You are the heart and soul of this show. You make everything possible. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, October 9th, 2022. We are here for the next hour taking your calls at 407-413-9395. Again, that's 407-413-9395. Hope everybody here that's tuned in live on Facebook and YouTube is having a great weekend, a great wrap to the weekend. Hopefully your team's won. Because my teams didn't, <laughs> most of them. The one, the one team did barely by the skin of their teeth. But uh, you know, hey, we're gonna have fun talking Disney here. And before we do that, I got to send a shout out to my dad. Big birthday tomorrow on October tenth. So he is the man who put all this together. And when anything breaks, I give him a yell, and he usually yells right back at me and says, "Mike, how do you not know how to fix that stuff?" I'm like, I I don't have that gene, but you're a radio engineer. So come over and do your magic and plug the 17 wires. And he's like, it's all, it's, it's all logical. I'm like, it's illogical to me, but that's what you do for a living, buddy. So happy birthday to my dad. Hopefully he has a great one. And uh, we appreciate everything he has done for the show over the last uh, 14 plus years. So joining me today, as always, it's the Mike and Scott show. So Scott's joining us up from up in the mitten. Scott, how is fall up in Michigan? <clears throat> the fall <clears throat> it's definitely fall here right now even though we've had a couple really nice days like in the mid 60s which i will take anytime this time of year and you know i think we have a 70 degree day coming up soon which means i'm gonna have to get the the lawnmower out maybe get yeah. that last mow of the year because i missed that day last year mike and then when spring came like i was reminded <laughs> how bad that lawn when the snow melted finally over the winter i was reminded of how bad i left the lawn um in the fall so definitely got to take care of the lawn probably on monday or tuesday well see i'm real careful of that because you know we don't get probably near as much snow as you do down here in missouri but the thing is if you don't have your lawn mode like that last good mow in the fall when the snow falls you don't get that really sweet looking front yard with like the you know you get the sprigs popping up doesn't look as good not and i love snow so like when the snow's on I want my yard to look like a postcard. I don't want to be looking Absolutely. like trash, you know, so you got to. Yeah, mine looked like trash <laughs> <laughs> last year. I was reminded often of that. But, uh, yeah, shout out to to your dad. Happy birthday. I've been on many test calls with yeah, him oh yeah. over he gets the years. Little, he gets a little hot, a little testy. <laughs> yeah, 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 where, uh, you know, I get an emergency call from Mike and he's like, hey, I got my dad in the studio. We need to test out this setup. I'm, I'm usually the guinea pig there. Yeah. And uh, I've been, and it's been everywhere. It's been at home. It's been at work. It's been on the road. So, uh, big shout out to the guy that keeps the the behind the scenes running for you. Your dad and my dad kind of look like they're uh, cut from the same cloth. They both look like they could be like they could so. be like uh, like roadies in a band somewhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. So Ironically, my dad has a big procedure on your dad's birthday. He's having like a biopsy done. So so good thoughts to both. Absolutely, dads absolutely good yep. good thoughts to your dad. That's absolutely right. All right, so. 
Let's talk Disney. So, again, we're going to take your calls. We need your calls. Everybody tends to call in the last 30 minutes of this show, and so we'd like the calls earlier tonight. So if you don't mind, the phone lines do open in the first 30 minutes, so you can give us a call at 407-413-9395. News of the week that I will tell you just privately, behind the scenes, Ricky was super excited to break this news. I mean, super excited. Scott knows because he was in the group text. Cosmic Rewind getting the holiday overlay this holiday season, which we're going to talk about in just a second, but we ask and we are receiving. First call tonight. Hey, who's joining us? Uh, this is Steven from Louisiana. Hey, Steve, what's going on down Louisiana? Okay, I found this on the web for what's going on at Louisiana. Oh, Check on. it out. Siri wants to talk to us. <laughs> right, sorry about that. Oh, no, that what's going on? That was great. I love I hate that. Siri. <laughs> oh, I just said it again. Hey, how are things down in Louisiana? Thanks for calling in. Enjoying some great fall weather this evening, which is nice because it's going to get us. Good, good. I mean, I bet you don't get but uh, just a little bit of fall down that way. You know, a day or two, maybe. <laughs> but it's definitely great. Actually, Mike, we've been texting earlier in the week because uh, we just got back from Disney on Tuesday. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's right. And we were going to maybe do uh, a show. Sorry. We were going to maybe do a show at the last minute when I had to do the emergency show on Monday because I had a last minute cancellation, but I panicked and recorded the show on my own. So we're going to get your show out there when we get the next cancellation. So yes, 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 yeah. definitely. So I appreciated show. you. It just was like, a, we got our, our wires crossed. So, uh, yeah, give us a few highlights though, from the trip while it's fresh. What, what was it about? Tell, tell us a few th things from it. Uh, so, I mean, we did Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party on the Friday that we were there, which is like uh, the day that the parks reopened after the closure. Uh, so they still had it. So we were really, really excited about that because um, we have a multi-generational. We had six kids with us uh, that enjoyed everything about the party. Um, I think our my most magical moment was Saturday morning while we were at Hollywood. And during the early hours, we got to go on Smugglers and Rise of the Resistance back to back which was great. Um, and then I kind of mentioned in my email that we got to do Guardians three times in one day, uh, which was also pretty awesome as well. So for obviously first time on Guardians, so what would you think? I thought it was great. I, I don't get motion sickness very easily, so I thought that it was great and really just kind of like taking it all in. It is definitely an intense coaster, um, and I can definitely see where people get the uh, – the motion sickness from my mother-in-law was like one, one and done. That's yeah, enough for her. <laughs> I, I'm team mother-in-law because that was me on it. So uh, let me ask you this. Though, speaking of guardians, this is going to be one of the questions I ask all of our callers tonight. Ricky, Ricky, like I said, right when we took your call, was excited to break this news. She's like, I think I found something. And I was like, Jim Hill talked about this six months ago. And she got mad at me, I think, and quit texting. Um, but – they're going to do a holiday overlay for Guardians of the Galaxy this year. What is one Christmas or holiday song you would put on this attraction that would make it even more awesome for this 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 holiday season? You know, I think that the the Jackson Five Santa Claus is coming. To yeah, town that's pretty a awesome good call. There. That's a good call. I like it. So, I mean, I was looking at the uh, the feed while y'all were just uh, chatting it up, and I saw like people mentioning like, "Oh man, if Grandma got if Grandma got run over by a reindeer is not on there, they're gonna be so mad." I'm like, "Well, you know, maybe it's not, but you know, it's Disney. They're gonna have some awesome songs, awesome tracks put on there for the holiday overlay." Um, you know, but I think Jackson Five is definitely definitely up there for me. That fits. You hey, I would throw in a little. All I want for Christmas is you. I mean, because you hear it every five minutes everywhere else, right? No, just kidding. That was going to be my much, pick. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that, that's not saying that ironically. What if that was going to be my pick? That'd Mike, be terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think in a million years you would say that. Well, no, seriously, Scott, you got to have a better song than that because that song is that. No, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. That's what yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right? what I, yes, I was joking. That was totally going to be my pick. You hear that in every got, like five you need minutes? Something upbeat, you know. And I think most Christmas songs are like slower like paced you know or at least my favorites are no, so here, i want something really upbeat trans-siberian uh, orchestra one of those songs like okay uh, that could be good too like I was wizards and like rock too could be a good one yeah too. yeah something like that yeah that i mean i mean obviously i heard somebody like mentioning on social media earlier this week about the christmas shoes 
Oh. Like, I think it's like the saddest Christmas song ever. <laughs> Everybody come off sobbing. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think sobbing I would go on Guardians anymore after right. that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's shut the ride down. Everybody's like, I, I can't take that ride. I, I that could be a joke almost right. like um and then drax comes out and just like tells like like no i'll get rid of that and then they think <laughs> change the song real quick or something yeah, absolutely but, so it sounds like the, yeah. the halloween party was a big hit now were you down there actually when the hurricane was hitting when the parks were closed so my in-laws started off the trip because they're dvc members at boulder ridge and at wilderness lodge so they actually arrived on monday um and we're there through the storm, but it's kind of like we were there because we were pretty much in constant communication with them, checking on them. Um, and really, like, because it's Disney, they did such a great job, especially at Wilderness Lodge. They had all kinds of activities in the lobby uh, for the kids from doing the tie-dye shirts and you know, just different games and stuff. And all of the restaurants that um, – or the indoor restaurants, I guess just to say, at Wilderness Lodge were open – uh, territory lounge and so they were still able to get their drinks and everything like that so they were they had a grand old time uh during the closure parts of the of the trip yeah i think we learned i think we learned something this hurricane is that during hurricane season it might pay to be in a deluxe resort that has indoor dining because <laughs> <laughs> like it, did you see the lines like because yeah. Cor- i saw a line at coronado and i love coronado don't get me wrong it's my it's my jam but i i saw a line because they were giving out, it was almost like they're giving out like rations. They were giving out those boxes of survival food or whatever for the, you know, for the day. And the line was from the old right. pepper market. It went all the way back to the convention center, like down past uh, Rick's, oh and down that hall towards the convention center. It was insane. <laughs> but I mean, what are you going to do? You got to mm-hmm. eat. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you have that many people on property and you're trying to make sure that they're all sustained definitely understand that but wilderness lodge is definitely the place to be at least for them you know while we were uh, while they were there during the storm sounds good so give us a couple more highlights from the uh from the trip because we are going to do a show on it but it's good to get that current stuff out here when we can because somebody yeah, was emailing me like i wish uh, the shows were more current this is perfect right yeah so the uh i mean so on sunday we had breakfast at Tupelino's terrace like the big family group so we're at the big circle table uh it's like our big family picture out on the uh out on the terrace, which was nice, uh, which was St. Sunday. So I had some, I had made up some black and gold Nola shirts with Disney making on it. So, um, uh, it was a beautiful picture, a beautiful morning out there that day. And then, uh, my immediate family, my kids and my wife and I, we went to animal kingdom, which for some reason for us, animal kingdom is always hot and crazy busy. So, um, we kind of just kind of, played it by ear and just kind of called it a half a day and spent the rest of the day lounging around the pool at the Copper Creek pool at, uh, at Wilderness Lodge, which was nice. Had some dinner at Geyser Point um, while the kids were running off playing at the, the pool tables and the ping pong tables out there, um, just enjoying the, the lake, uh, being out on Bay Lake, which is always nice. Um, and then Monday was our big Epcot day doing food and wine and uh, you know, we had very uneventful travel, which is always nice, especially when you're when you're road tripping it uh, for a big nine hour trip. So it's good. So you guys are from Louisiana. You mentioned your your Saints fans. Obviously, you had your black and gold on. Are are you? Yeah, are you also black... are you also LSU fans? Because I mean, purple and gold oh, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, crazy LSU fans, right? Too. We are definitely those crazy <laughs> LSU fans. Uh, we were actually, so it's so funny because um, we actually are across the gamut of the SEC West because my sister-in-law went to Mississippi State. Uh, her husband went to Auburn. Um, I mean, I know that you're kind of a Bama fan, but none of us like Alabama. So, uh, um, okay. and my brother-in-law and I both have issues. So, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's still, we're still bitter, you know, even though it's been 15 plus years. We're still better that Nick Saban is over there. So we, you know, both, Bama will be down. I can relate to I can relate to Nick Saban leaving your school for, a, for another team. Yeah. Sparty, right here. It all started <laughs> yeah. up, up north. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Scotty, we know, we know. So, but yeah, um, at least you got so a national we championship out of over Auburn last weekend. You know, couldn't pull it out against Tennessee, but that, Tennessee's a really good team this year. Yeah, they are. Uh, but we were excited to see your Missouri Tigers 
going up against Georgia, like going toe to toe. Oh man, don't even bring it up. That took that game took five years off my life, and I knew how it was going to end. I don't even know why I got excited. My wife just kept telling me the entire game. I screamed Stetson Bennett's name for three sod hours. I just Stetson. Georgia fans in front of me just like wanting to knock me out. I didn't care because they were in our house. But the thing, like I just gave you, Pam just kept turning me, Mike. You know how it's going to end. I was like. I know, because I've been a Mizzou fan my whole life, but I'm still going to believe. And every time I believe, my heart just gets ripped right out of my chest. But anyway, so, hey, I got to oh, say yeah, that. No, LSU- it happens. When y'all, uh, when y'all beat us in 2020, I was uh, there. that was the day of my sister's wedding. Uh, I will never forget, because oh. Mizzou beat LSU in 2020. On my sister's wedding, I was like, this is why my family cannot have events on LSU games, <laughs> because something bad always happens. I I was I was at that game sitting on that goal line with Paige because that was during it was COVID. There was hardly anybody there, and uh, we, right. we you know she was working for the athletic department, so we had athletic department tickets right on the front row. Just happened to be on that goal line, and I was like, again, here it goes. And see, like that game will give me hope for the next fifty years that it can actually happen because we kept <laughs> you guys out for four plays. I'm like they are the defending national champions, and we kept them out. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. But it, I, I, just to wrap this up and get it back to Disney, I will say, I've been on buses where the entire well, not the entire bus, but probably eighty five percent of the bus is wearing purple and gold. Nicest people ever. Now, can I understand everything the LSU fans are saying? Not always, but they're always kind. No matter what they're saying, I you know sometimes it's like talking to Ed Orgeron. He's a cool dude. I don't know exactly what he's saying all the time, but I love seeing <laughs> LSU fans at Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah, neither do we. <laughs> I love it. And one of my former students is a defensive coach for LSU this year, so we got a little skin in the game. Really proud of him. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and it's all SEC except for Bama. Yeah, well, okay. And Mississippi State's having a good year, so that's something to get behind, too. All right, wait, we got to run, though. Uh, but, hey, we'll do. We'll definitely do a show, Steve. Yeah. So I appreciate you calling in, and uh, glad you were safe. You had a good trip, and we'll uh, we'll get that show out there as soon as we can. Awesome. Sounds great. Y'all have a great night. All right, good talking to you. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate yeah, it. Come on, Steve. All right, bye. <laughs> he's got some mics. My real, so my real answer for your question, though, is what I call the quintessential Christmas song or holiday song. It's you got to have some Andy Williams on there, so it's got to be Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time dude, i love that song that's why we're brothers because the way it kicks off would be a great for the launch you know so it'd be oh, dude, i love that song i'm gonna see him this year in Dunham. wait no i'm not <laughs> i wish i should have gone out of branson though because he was in branson for a long time all right we have our next call hey who's joining us hey uh i just kind of wanted to make a comment you guys had well, the last caller said about lsu um let's <laughs> turn so, sports talk um <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I think we all know, like, um, you know, it's better to kill two birds with one stone. And so, like, uh, you know, once in a blue moon, it's, I think it's good to kind of play devil's advocate. Um, and so, like, I don't want to spill the beans or anything like that. But, you know, the devil's in the details. And the way that my mom always told me was to not throw the caution to the wind. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. But um, there's a method to my madness Um when I express uh, not to give up your day job or put all your eggs in one basket, right? And we don't want to cry over spilt milk or compare apples to oranges um, because I think that'll cost an arm and a leg and might bite off more than we can chew. Um, So I think like a penny saved is a penny earned. Or are you guys familiar with like, you know, barking up the wrong tree? 100%. Yeah, so so we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, right? So... Um, I think not to get bent out of shape, the best of both worlds is like, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Sure and uh, I just always want to say to make a long story short, um, that a picture is worth a thousand words. And, um, you know, by the skin of, you know, my teeth or LSU's teeth, we don't, we just, we want to do unto others as, you know, they do to us. Um, because, you know, every cloud has its silver lining. And I don't want to give you a taste of your own medicine or anything um, or go on a wild goose chase. Uh, but I have bigger fish to fry. And my pops always told me that um, I'm kind of like a chip off the old block. Um, and so, like, to hit the nail on the head. Um, this is good. You know, you're, you're, sometimes you're good. This is good. Yeah. It's, well, hold on. I'm almost done. So, like, um, yeah, I don't want to spill the beans, but let's just take it with a grain of salt. So I'll put the ball in your court, right? Um, I just think LSU is the best thing since sliced bread. 
Okay, we're there. You go. We're gonna leave it right there, and uh, the, the, because you're making me a little nervous. But yeah, hey, uh, Metaphor City. I take it. That was. And by the way, that is your perfect sports radio call, and that's your perfect post uh, game interview right there, Scott. What'd you think? I that was it. That it. was it. I've heard that 150 times at least. That was, uh, that was <laughs> impressive. All right. All right, let's get to the next call here, and hopefully we can talk some Disney. We didn't mean to turn this into Sports Talk Radio, we promise. But, I mean, that's what we talk about when we you know, get together a lot, Disney and sports. But, hey, we got our next caller. Is this going to be uh, – <laughs> who's joining us? I'm just – I don't know. Who's on the phone? <laughs> hey, hey, guys, this is Scott Workman in Tennessee. How you guys oh, doing? Oh, good. It's a name I know. Whew. Okay, hey, Tennessee, we're not going to talk about the big game coming up third, Sunday, third Saturday in uh, October. Let's talk Disney before we lose everybody, even though it's going to be a good one. Do, do you have any well, metaphors I, well, before we start? I mean, and, yeah, I do got a Disney. Que- I do got a Disney question, oh. but <laughs> hey, uh, last night you posted a homecoming uh, photo of you and your daughter. You had a nice Alabama sweatshirt on. If Tennessee beats Alabama this weekend, which I'm calling it right now, will you wear a uh, Tennessee hat or Tennessee sweatshirt next Sunday? So here's the deal. The, I, I really, I, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Neyland. And Neyland was one of the most amazing experiences. I ate at Calhoun's on the river. I walked all over that hilly town of yours for the whole Saturday because it was awesome. Loved every minute. Got to see the Vol Army or the Vol Navy, uh, you know, everything. Loved it. Mizzou also whooped, whooped the Vol's butt that day in 2015. We were there. That made it even better. But I have a, I have a Vol football. I might have to hold it for you. But I don't think it's going to happen. So I don't have to, But I, I've also made bets to Philly fans, so – I'm having a bad week. But, yeah, no, it should be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know if I can put anything on, but I do have a fuzzy – Mallory got a fuzzy little Tennessee football, like, pillow. So, we'll have to see. Maybe I'll do a picture of that. Scotty T, how you doing? <laughs> well, my football teams aren't doing too good, but, you know, I'm doing – I'm hanging in there, having a good time. Good to talk to you, Scott. Um, how's, how's running going? Have you been doing any running? Do you have any run Disney races planned? Well, I'm going to the Wine and Dine Princess and the uh, the marathon weekend, and I'm I'm really we uh, I'm a school teacher. We're on fall break, and I saw a runner, one of the lizards in Destin, and so I'm kind of getting back on track. Are you still doing your two or three miles every day? No, I cut that a little Were bit. You- uh, something I can't remember what happened. Something came up where I missed a day. And like, you hate it when you're like on a good streak and miss a day. I know Mike can relate to this for real. And then I just like, I just kind of fell apart, but, uh, ironically tomorrow I'm picking it back up. (laughs) So I'm glad you called. That's kind of an interesting transition. So a reset for me is going to happen. I might not try to do it every single day, but I'm going to try to do some type of activity to get out there every day. Well, I'm going to try to get out there about four or five in the morning before we start. We've been on fall break and we start school tomorrow. Oof. So we'll see. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, random question. Um, this time of year uh, in Noblesville, Indiana, there used to be a uh, like a weekend. Uh, uh, I believe it was Give Kids the World, and, and I believe you guys were there. Uh, do you know anything about that? Is that going to happen again, or is that over? Did COVID knock that out? So that was the indie Disney meet. And Scott, do you want to talk about that? Because it, it, it doesn't really have anything to do with COVID. It actually has to do with uh, some other circumstances. Yeah, there's some other circumstances okay, well, I that just, I think kind of ended that. But uh, but yeah, it was usually in August, I would say, Scott, like near the like the last weekend of August before Labor Day weekend. And yeah, so it was a great oh, okay. indie Disney meet. They tied it in to Give Kids the World, raised a lot of money for Give Kids the World, where all these like, you know, great friends in Indiana, they would bring in sponsorships, you know, like because I know like from the Magical Lust would come down there. There were some other, you know, podcasts and such that would come down. There was a huge, awesome like expo per se, you know, like in this like awesome, um, like, I don't know what you, not like an auditorium. I don't know what you call it. It was a fairgrounds. It was like the County fairgrounds. Yeah. Like a fairground. Exactly. A big, uh, hall. But, um, one of the biggest things that happened were like, you know, there, there was like these two families, the Dell princes and the shingles. They basically like did a lot of coordinating with a lot of other local, you know, friends from Indianapolis, but those two families moved to Florida and that, pretty much just squashed the whole thing. Um, So I know there's still some others that were part of that, that live in Indianapolis, but the two big coordinators are now in Florida. So it's very hard to, uh, to make that happen again. Unfortunately, it was a cool event. We loved it. Okay. Well, I missed my chance. I missed my chance to go and then, and, um, 
was wondering if that was ever going to happen again. So uh, I'll get off. I mean, it may happen in some type of different method too, right? It could happen like virtually almost, or I feel like there, there's some desire there. There's some need because we raised a lot of great money for give kids a roll. We've gone there. I remember Mike going there a couple of times, like delivering like the giant check, right? right? You know, for the donation. So like, it would be great to do something to that capacity again. I just don't know what kind of, how it's going to happen. Well, but plus we, we'll, we'll we get, did we'll get the conversation going, thinking about it. We did something a little, I mean, it wasn't the indie Disney meet, but we went down and did a live broadcast from give kids the world during COVID. Now that was really wow. difficult because we had a room where we could have had a lot of people there, but because of COVID protocols, it was really hard for people to come in. Cause you had to have, I mean, this was like during, this was, I think December of 2020. I mean, and it's yep. the village. It was when right? they were doing that show, like the light show. Yeah. It was, was, it was yeah. During the, uh, night of a million dreams or whatever it was called. And, uh, yeah, so we were, you know, we, we went down, we, I mean, we raised a ton of money. We were giving away, like we were auctioning off Christmas ornaments on the air and all kinds of stuff. So that was kind of a thing. And then COVID, you know, it's during COVID. So it became very challenging, but I wouldn't be surprised if something does come around again, because they're, they're huge into charity and to raise money for the village. And we would a hundred, we're always with them. Anytime they ask, we're yes, we're in. So, yeah, and I'm glad that you say that because those were some of the best times. Yeehaw Bob came down and did a show. Jim Hill was there uh, doing talks, and, you know, the stormtroopers were everywhere, droids, the 501st. It was amazing. It was a great community event. And, I mean, Scott can attest to this. It was just, you know, a ton of friends hanging out. It was like a huge potluck. Everybody brought their own food. You ordered pizza. It was just, I mean, it was was such a down-home fun feeling for, like, a big convention. It was really cool. Well, just like those uh, comic cons where uh, people dress up and Star Wars and Marvel, I think there's enough Disney fans out there for for that to happen again if somebody could put it on. So, yeah. well, anyway, you guys have a great week and talk to you later. Thank you. You, you too. Hope to see you down at Wine and Dine and uh, keep yourself healthy until then. Stay safe. Yeah, we'll All see right. you, Scott. All right. Bye. All right. We have a next call. Let's get the next caller rolling in. We appreciate you guys calling in so much. Hey, who's our next caller? Hi, this is Diane from Massachusetts. Hey, Diane. Are you a Patriots fan? I am. Go Patriots. All right, you need to apologize. Sorry, you got to apologize. say you got to apologize yeah. to Scott then right off the top. Yeah, that was uh, not pretty. I mean, you couldn't even <laughs> let us get like three points on the board. It was a shutout. <laughs> no, well played. I lo- Actually, but I love that the Patriots had the old like that, Patriot Pat I said the same thing. Those I are love- the- those helmets, those helmets are the jam. The old like, yeah, mm-hmm. football patriot guys. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Anyway, before again, sports talk tonight. I'm not even be able to put this under Disney for the category. But what's going? Give us some Disney. You're not talk. even gonna. Got, you're not even gonna put this on the feed, Mike. That's I should. Real. I should just give it. <laughs> no, I actually on, do Diane? have some Disney questions. Good, good, good. <laughs> I, I do have some Disney questions actually. Um, I'm having a little bit of uh, Disney withdrawals um, because I haven't been since April which I know is, is kind of laughable, but um, we went several times last year, so it's been quite a while, but we're actually headed down for the Wine and Dine weekend. Um, I'll be running in my second Run Disney race. I got the itch last year with the Wine and Dine, and this year I tried to get the 5 and the 10, um, but the 10 sold out before I could get it, so I actually signed my daughter up for the 5K, so we'll be both running um, the 5K. Very cool. Those are fun. Those are fun races, fun memories to do with family for sure. So that's good. That's that sounds awesome. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, so actually, um, the questions that I have kind of pertain to that. So my daughter is 12 and she's completely obsessed with lounge flies. Um, and we, uh, just received the uh, 40th, um, like limited edition Epcot lounge fly backpack. And I was just wondering if she would be able to run with that. I know they're kind of sticklers for how much stuff you have with you. They make, they make you put stuff in um, the clear plastic bag and store it away and whatnot. So I wasn't sure if people typically run with backpacks or anything bigger than like running belt um, bags. Oh, she totally can. Um, so there's bag check or like security now um, that you go through. So, you know, they'll go through security at Epcot. If they have to check a bag or whatever, they'll check the bag. But it won't be a problem. I mean, people run with crazy like backpack like water hydration backpacks that are bigger than those lounge flies all the time granted they're just like hydration in there but you could definitely run through it if, as long as she's comfortable with it but you would just go through a normal bag check and then she's comfortable she could totally do it 
Wouldn't you agree with that, Mike? Okay. Yeah, but here, here's just one piece of if you're going to actually run and not just walk the, the 5K, I would have, and I know this sounds kind of silly, but I would have her run like one time down. You could do it like when the neighbors aren't around, but anytime you're going to take something, like if you're going to wear a costume, you're going to try, you know, try to carry a lightsaber, whatever. And this sounds crazy because some neighbor will walk out on you when you're thinking nobody's looking. At least go down the street and try it because you're going to want to get like the straps down tight and everything. Because the last thing you want is like the thing bouncing around for three miles because it'll, it'll drive you nuts. And it, maybe it'll like chafe you or something. So you just you want to make sure you kind of get a little trial run before you get down there. That totally makes sense. I mean, she's she's 12. It could either go either way. Um, I know. Yeah, totally. It might be, you know, fashion over comfort or she'll be <laughs> complaining the entire time. So we better figure it out before we head down there. Yeah, she's a 12-year-old girl. She'll complain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we both have daughters. We know. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about was um, Christmas at um, uh, the Disney at Disney World. Um, I know a lot of the events don't start until November 4th, and sadly we'll already be gone by then. Um, but I was wondering if there's anything that you could suggest that we do that's holiday-themed. I'd love to get our cr- Christmas pictures out of the way. So if you're going to be down there for wine and dine, now this is historically speaking. So if it doesn't happen this year, don't come chasing me down or Mike down. But um, typically speaking, like the day after Halloween, they start putting Christmas stuff in the Magic Kingdom. It might, might not be all over the resorts, but you or even like Epcot or the studios. But I've gotten lucky before where they've done the studios during wine and dine weekend, too. But you should see some Christmas decorations at the Magic Kingdom. Um, so you should be able to do something really nice Christmassy, I would say, with a photo opportunity there at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, the, the tree is usually up at the Magic Kingdom. for it, it, It's always been up, uh, I should say, yeah. for Wine and Dine Race Weekend. The, I was going to say the, the tree, Kingdom. Mike. I didn't want to put that in the universe, though, and like jinx it. But yeah, but no, usually the tree is up there. It's usually the tree and not always Main Street decorations like the holly going down Main Street. But many years it has been, but not every year. But the, I think they put up the tree first at the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and then go from there. But I think you could at least get a picture with the tree. Sounds good. I know they typically do like the gingerbread houses at the resorts. And I know that we're not, we're like really early in the season, but it would be great to um, try to capture a little bit of the holiday spirit um, at the resorts or at the parks. Yeah. I see. Thank you so much for answering. Yeah. I I don't think you're going to see anything at the resorts for wine and dine race weekend because that stuff tends to start like in the teens of the, of November. I would say like, the 12th, the 15th, I mean, building of the gingerbread house, the stuff that the carousel over at the yacht club, stuff like that. So, I, you know, I think that what you're going to see first is like stuff, like Scott said, maybe at the studios, definitely probably the Christmas tree at the magic kingdom. So, you know, and hopefully maybe they'll flip the music over too. that. The music is what gets me the background loops. You know, once I hear that, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's something about it. Like when it's warm and you're wearing shorts and you're from the, you know, you're from the North. I mean, it's freezing up there by then. So, it's just cool to have like a little jingle bells playing and you're in your shorts and t-shirts. It's awesome. I'm definitely keeping my fingers crossed for that. Last year when I ran the 5k, it was in the rain. It was like pouring rain when we got to Epcot at 3 a.m. So um, as long as it's not that, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be okay. I, I can, I can deal that with that whole like weekend degrees, was so degrees. bad. I, it, it rained so much last year at wine and dine. I left the weekend early. I didn't even run the half marathon. I was done. I was I, I'll tell you, Diane, this is how salty I was last year. And I, I, I was having a bad weekend as it was. And I went down, I was going to run it. They put me at the very end of the, like I was in pops as it pop century, like at the very end, I was like in the eighties, like in one of the furthest buildings, pouring down rain, carrying all my stuff. I get there. Everybody's probably been here, right? Get there. My magic band doesn't work. I cannot get in my room. It is pouring. I am drenched. Oh. Then, I mean, it just never stopped raining. I was like, so I ran the 10K the next morning, and I'm like, I am out of here. I went home. That Friday, the 5K, I don't think I've ever seen more rain in my life. <laughs> like, it was so rainy. That okay. <laughs> right. I, I can't remember his name, um, but one of the um, the MCs at the event, like, it was our first, uh, it was, like, the first run Disney event after COVID, and he you know, kind of likened it to something like of a baptism. Like he was trying to make light of the situation, oh, yeah. making us all feel better, but we were all like soggy, like soggy messes running that. But it was okay. I was elated to just be there. 
but it yeah. was very uncomfortable. So it's I'll a great be memory. Good with memory you'll always tried. have. No, and you know what? We, we you got to give kudos. That's usually like John Pelkey or uh, Riley, Riley Claremont or you know uh, Carissa. There's a few of them. Uh, who else am I missing, Scott? Uh, we got the main three okay. right there. Yep. So anyway, but there. So the one year I ran it, this was way back, like in 2011, when it actually sleeted and snowed during the half marathon in January. And I mean, it was. I mean, you're talking miserable. Like people, I, I thought I was getting frostbite, like waiting, because it was. People were huddled around the the light standards, you know, that run like that, like running off generators where they're giving off carbon monoxide. People didn't care because it was heat. Like and I'm like. This stuff will kill you, but people were still. Anyway, the funny thing was, like, you know, they're trying to spin it so that everybody's kind of staying happy and like, this will be the one where you can say you ran a Walt Disney World half marathon in the snow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, but it was. I mean, it did. It literally snowed during the race. It was, but they they do a good job even under terrible circumstances to try to keep everybody's spirits up, even when you're just like, what? I am standing in a parking lot. At 4.15 in the morning, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I mean, that's what you're thinking. Definitely. No, they, they do a great job. I, I had a great time. I mean, besides weather and all that, I'm, I'm still going this year. So, uh, you know, it couldn't have been that bad. It was that's great. Right. Hey, we'll see that's you there, awesome. though. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the, uh, the last few weeks of training and uh, keep yourself safe. Don't tr- twist any ankles or anything. And we'll see you down there. And I can't wait to see a photo Sounds with the Epcot great. Lounge Fly. Yes. Epcot. I'm assuming it's going to be the Epcot Lounge Fly that she's running with. But either way, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. All righty. Well, hey, you sure, take yeah. care. We'll, we'll uh, you see you in a few here. weeks. All right. Take care. Good talking to you. Take right, care. Bye bye. All righty. 474139395. So uh, Scott had a question about the Dreamlights. They are not going to be back this year. Disney did announce that this past week. So. I don't, did I don't you know see if those that? ever come back because, yeah, like, of projections. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> you know what? The first time I saw the projections, I said that. I was like, oh, I hate that sound. Um, I mean, I like the people calling, but I just hate that I didn't have my computer muted. Yeah, why Why do all that work to hang them up when you can just project them up onto the castle? That's a lot. I like the dream lights, though. I, they are. I know. I'm more of a practical light guy, but, I mean, like... Is, is like how financial everything is now. Like, do you spend all that time putting up the lights yeah. or do you just flip a switch? Woo, there they are. And then have a crane out there exactly, for a yeah. couple months. And everybody so. complains about the crane. Exactly. All right, we have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike and Scotty D. This is Austin from Cleveland calling for the first time. Hey, what's going on, man? That was not to talk football, but the Browns today should have won that game. But anyway, let's uh, let's, yeah. let's talk Disney. Yeah, well, you're, you're definitely right, but I got some bad news, Mike. I grew up where I was from, and my family's from the Illinois area, so I'm actually a Cubs fan and a Bears fan, so I don't want to get off to a bad note with you. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, can't all, we can't all be perfect. I mean, what, what can you do? No. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Right. We're all Disney fans here. We love, you know, it's all good. It's all good. So what's going on? Yeah, well, I just wanted to reach out. I've been listening since 2019, and I am really am a huge fan of the BOGP crew, and all of the, the positive Disney vibes. And, Mike, I think I've interacted with you just a few times on Twitter. I don't know if you remember. I think I sent you the tweet about Pujols becoming the honorary honorary lizard with the amount of feet he has run with the home runs he's hit. But um, I, I really appreciate you know, all you guys do for the Disney community. Um, and I wanted to call in because I just came back from a trip from Walt Disney World just a few weeks ago, and I'd love to share some takeaways. No, oh, we'd love that. Yeah, so give, give that tip, though, because you did send it to me, and I told everybody I knew. Like, I told my wife, I ran in and told my wife, hey, Pam, you got to hear this. Like, if you add up all of Pujols' home runs, what was it? So what was the stat? Do you remember? It was like. Yeah, so I just, I just brought it back up. So. Let's see. Pools has spent over five hours of his life just running the bases after hitting a home run, and it amounted to 47.73 miles of home run trots in his career. Is that insane, Scott? 47 miles he spent running around the bases on home runs. Just on home runs. Just on home runs. That's Mm -hmm. insane. That's almost two (laughs) marathons. That's crazy. Okay, it was a dopey challenge. It's a dopey challenge, almost. (laughs) Yeah, good point. That's a yeah. He's he's give him the give him the six medals. Yeah. So tell us about your trip. So uh, yeah, give us some highlights. Yeah. yeah. So I so I'm 25 years old, and I've been living in Cleveland for a few years now. And I somehow convinced three of my coworkers to go to Disney with me. 
Um, the two of them have never been before, and this is like not an exaggeration. I literally made a 50-slide PowerPoint presentation to show them kind of what a trip to Disney would look like and how fun it would be. And, and, and mind you, these are a bunch of 25, 26-year-old dudes going on a boys' trip to Disney. So, like, naturally, the people were kind of you know, making fun of us in the office. But, I mean, my reputation is kind of Disney guy in the office. So, I mean, I knew I had a lot to prove overall with the trip and kind of knocking it out of the park. Um, but this trip was just awesome because I got to see the parks through the eyes of someone who's never seen them before. And um, I think about, you know, when I was planning, I had to think about what would be sort of the must-dos, the Disney must-dos for these guys, um, like best shows, rides, attractions that I thought would best bottle up kind of what makes Walt Disney World, Walt Disney World for everyone. Um, so we got a three-day park hopper pass, and we just crushed it. Like, we just absolutely killed it. And I will say this is my first time using Genie Plus, and I thought it was awesome. I think it worked really, really well. I mean, I think it's totally worth the $15 a day because um, by the end of the trip, I really – kind of mastered how to use it, like stacking the lightning lanes. And it, it was awesome. We really did everything we wanted to do. Um, and I'm proud to say we all had an absolute blast. And the guys, like, they loved it. They appreciated all the experiences. And I think that's, I got them hooked on Disney. Like, they're sending me tweets, photos, videos all the time that they now see in their own timelines because they're, like, in it now. Like, they're in the timelines. So like, they're, they're big Disney guys now. And I think most importantly, um, it was awesome to see – these guys really enjoy things that sometimes I, maybe other Disney fans overlook when visiting the park. Cause we've done it so many times. Um, and an example that kind of stuck with me was Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. So obviously as Disney fans, you, all you think about is a great movie, right? That's all you can think about when you're on it and like the history behind it. Um, but I don't, it was for my one friend that went, this was his favorite ride of the whole trip. And I, I wouldn't think that would have been the case. I was expecting maybe a roller coaster, like rock and roller coaster, more of a thrill type ride. Um, but this was his favorite ride. And I think the reason why is really just the technology of the ride that he's never seen before. He's never experienced something like that in his life. It was trackless rides. It was the animation, the storytelling, the graphics of the entire ride. Like I think at that moment, like, he realized that this isn't Six Flags. This isn't like right. your local theme park. This is Walt Disney World. And it really just blew his mind, I think. And it, it kind of took me back a little bit. Like, I mean, I loved seeing him in that moment, but it made me realize, like, even though there are a lot of things changing, rides can change, theming can change, like, the magic is still there for so many people who go. Um, I, just, I think that was just an awesome moment. And it was sort of the same thing for Enchantment at Magic Kingdom, but the same vibes were like, Obviously, I missed Happily Ever After like everyone else, but for those guys, that was their fireworks show, and they loved it. Like, the Tinkerbell was flying in the sky. That was like, they're like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Like, and it, was, it was so cool, and I think the trip really just opened my eyes to, to, to maybe some things that we miss as big Disney fans that go more than others. You know what I mean? So it was, that was probably my biggest takeaway I had overall. You know what? As you say that, first of all, I can't believe you hit him with a 50 slide PowerPoint presentation. I want to see the presentation. Dude, like, I really want to see it. It's if Scott awesome. tries to hit me with a 50 point power presentation, I'm about to hit him with five knuckles in the nose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying that's crazy. But, and you're lucky they're still friends. No, just kidding. That's, that's very thoughtful. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. And I never thought of this till you said that. And I, first of all, I love your enthusiasm. Your friends are very lucky to have you to kind of lead them through this experience. Honest to God, because that's that very cool. But and I haven't thought of this. But maybe and Scott, don't get your take on this. Maybe we're at such, we're at a disadvantage being big Disney fans of having all this previous baggage, like you said, like with Great Movie Ride. If you didn't know that was ever a Great Movie Ride, Mickey and Minnie's Railway. It's just amazing. But like, if you have this bias that you used to love, you know, run a, uh, a great movie ride, you're going to be like, yeah, it's a cool ride, but I missed the wizard of Oz scene, you know, and same thing like with the fireworks enchantment's cool, but happily ever after had this killer song that I really liked, you know? So, I mean, Scott, do you see where I'm coming from? Cause when he said that, I'm thinking, God, maybe our Disney fandom holds us back a little bit. And like people that come in and this is all they know, they're, they're having the better experience because this is just awesome. For sure. Yeah, that's definitely a thing, Mike. And like, I love going with people that I've never been before um, or haven't been much because exactly what Austin's saying, you can get that different perspective, you know, where they're not 
talking about all this stuff in the past like you just mentioned mike they're talking about all these new experiences that seem so awesome you see all that excitement in them and that's just fun for me as a, as a guest you yeah. know like i have done this a hundred times but i never done it with someone that's new to it you know and like seeing all the reactions like that that's what makes it so awesome I agree. So what, so what, what else surprised you? That's what I was going to ask you. And I'm glad you started chiming in on that because it is interesting to see what other people find interesting and their real likes on the trips. Yeah. And so to kind of cover myself, so the 50 slides PowerPoint, I'm not crazy, but like I needed them to know <laughs> what they're getting into. Cause like, since they're just not like Disney guys, they just had no idea. Like they, their thoughts oh, it's a kid's park. It's this. So I needed to let them know, that one this is a vacation but this is not like a all-inclusive mexico on a beach vacation like we're walking 10 miles a day and we're going to do this this like you need to know mentally prepare what we're getting into um and like sure enough like we got off the plane the day we got there and i told him the next day listen we gotta be up like seven o'clock i'll be up before then but i need you guys to be ready like i just needed them to know because i don't want them to be mad at me when we get there and just get hit by a truck by the time we gotta wake up early than them walking so much a day and so that's, that's why i kind of went really in depth with the presentation but i think overall like it, it, a lot of it was they're, they're really blown away i think by just the organization and just how large disney property was and it, it was a really fun trip for me because when i go with my family this was my first trip without my family so this was fun for me because i kind of got to do what i wanted to right, do right but typically with my family like like we hit the top lives like we knock things out but this kind of allowed me to just again take a step back like we rode the skyliner just to ride it like we just rode all around just because i wanted them to see how large disney property was they were impressed with the bus system like something that's like we take for granted like there's, wow there's this many buses yeah. to all the parks we the need to hang out with you free. scott like, and i need to hang out with you and your boys because that's kind of stuff we like too like we love the the, the logistics of the place you know just yeah. How it all unfolds, you know, all the resorts, all the transportation options, the boats, you know, stuff like that. Oh, exactly. And like buses were free. They're blown away. <laughs> One guy, he's originally from New York. He's like, the buses are free. I'm like, yeah, it's Disney. Come on. But like it was, there's so, I think the, just the entire atmosphere, like, like they, I don't want to be corny, but I know they felt the magic. Like they started talking about it today. It was a few weeks ago and it just warms my heart. And they're like, Man, we got to go back again or maybe, Go to Disneyland because the two guys that like they're big Marvel guys. So Disneyland's calling their name just to check out Avengers Campus. And I haven't been to Disneyland in about 15 years. But like when we went on Guardians of the Galaxy, like that was like it blew them out of the water. Like this the the ride queue at the pre-ride show, like that was my first time going on it. And like just when the lights went off and went back on, the one room just transformed. Like this little things like that, like pre-ride shows, like it was just so different than anything they've ever experienced. And I now appreciate it more because like Disney rides has set a story. You are the story of the ride and it puts you on a journey. I think there's so much magic still at the park. I know people can be negative sometimes. I know there's a lot of changes, but I think it's important to keep in mind that there's still so much to enjoy about the park and there's a lot of magic left. And I think this trip really just changed it for me a little bit. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm just really happy that the guys enjoyed it. And I didn't let them down. So, no, th yeah, this is the call that I needed tonight. Really. I mean, this is a great call because that is why we go, you know, we go to hang out with the people we enjoy being with and get to have fun together. And Scott, I mean, he obviously needs to go to Disneyland with his boys to oh, go to Avengers to go to, Camp. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting like all these like parenting vibes though. So awesome. I don't know if like being a parent is in your future or not, but like the, you know, I'm going to wake up before you, yeah, know. you know, but like, this is going to be the alarm. We got to get out the door. Like, I just got like all these like parenting vibes. So if that's in your future, you're, you're, you're getting some great skill set already by planning this trip. Yeah. We'll see. Not now, but we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> like, <hold> up. No, that, that that's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you all had a good time, and you definitely. I mean, you gotta go to gotta go to Disneyland if you haven't been in 15 years. So much has changed since then. The I love yeah. the Avengers Campus. I know Mike didn't spend a whole lot of time in there. He's not super in the Marvel, but I love Avengers Campus. I can't wait to see the expansion. Maybe that could be something too. Maybe you wait till that that new like e-ticket attraction comes out too that they announced at D23. But you guys are gonna be if you're blown away right. so much. Uh, well, there's really gonna be blown away at California Adventure for mm -hmm. sure. Oh yeah.
Oh, yeah. Let me ask this, too, before yeah. I want to see. So it's like, do you guys just do counter service meals? Do you any sit-down meals? Like, what did they think of, like, dining down there? Yeah, so let me think back to what we did. So the first night, I kind of set aside time just to just for us to enjoy Epcot. Epcot's, like, one of my favorite parks. I just love the vibe. Like, I could just sit on the bench all night and just enjoy Epcot. But we got... Um, dinner reservations at Via Napoli and we said listen we're not going to ride any rides we're just going to hang back drink eat around the world and um so that's kind of the one dining experience we did the, the first day and Epcot was just awesome like they just enjoyed seeing the different cultures in the the countries and they ate it up completely it was again unlike anything they've ever seen before um and then the last night we ate at um 50s prime time yes. for dinner on, on our last night and that was it's a cool experience it's one of my favorite places to eat on property and um, but for the most part, besides that, it was kind of quick service, you know, grab and goes, but, um, because I, I knew I was kind of running the guys in the ground day three, <laughs> with like just walking a lot. We, I think in the afternoon, we set some time to kind of hang back at the resort and get a nap in. And that's when I was able to utilize the stacking system for Genie Plus. Like the last night, um, like we were in the hotel from like one to four and I started stacking for the late night at Hollywood Studios at like 11 a.m. Um, so I was able to get, I think it was Runaway Railway, Smuggler's Run, and then Toy Story Mania, oh, like man. back to back to back right after our dinner. So the last night was just a ball. Like, we had a blast, and it was a great way to end the trip. If these dudes ever go without you, man, they're going to be so disappointed, seriously, because it's like having I a know. concierge. I mean, honestly, it's like having a VIP guide. With, where where'd you guys stay? Did you did you measure that? So we stayed, so I'm a big, so when I go with my family, we love the boardwalk area. So like I stayed at Beach Club in the boardwalk resort. But unfortunately for me, 25-year-old guy, a little out of my budget, so we stayed at Swan and Dolphin just for the location. And I think it was, that was my first time staying there. I think it was worth it. Again, a big location guy. I can walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, but um, it was awesome. I, I mean, it was it was, a, it was a really fun trip. Shoot, when I was 25, All-Star Sports was like luxury. I'm just saying. So you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, listen, <laughs> I... In the presentation, I, I, my first option was All Star. They're like, listen, for us, this is probably a once in a lifetime trip. We're not, we're gonna, we're gonna go as big as we can and see what it's like. So I'm like, okay, I'm with you. I'll, I'll suck that up for this trip. So, and I guess it went so well. Maybe it's not a once in a lifetime trip. Maybe we'll do it again in the future. So, um, it all went well. Hey, they, that is, they're seriously, I mean, it sounds like it was an amazing trip. And Austin, I'm glad you take, took the chance to call in tonight. And, uh, don't be a stranger, man. Your your excitement, your enthusiasm for Disney's contagious, and I just love talking to you. So, man, give us a call on Sunday nights. We, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. thanks again, guys. I appreciate it, and, and thanks again for all you do. It's it's a, it's a blast listening to everyone. All right, we appreciate you. Have a good week, and uh, again, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Sounds good. See you all guys. Right, see you later. Okay, we have one more call. Let's get in one more call this evening, and here we go from eight seven zero. Hey, who's calling us? <laughs> Hello, caller. Hello, Mike. Yes. Ella from Jillsboro. Hey, did you say it was Ella? Yes, Oops. from Arkansas. Ella oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I just got your text. That's why my my uh, computer just dinged at the same time. What's going on down there? Um, I just wanted to sort of check in with y'all and let y'all know how the Epcot 40th was. Once you got there, right? That was a little crazy getting to Epcot 40 this year. A little more than you probably bargained for. It was. Um, yeah, what's normally a two-hour direct flight turned into a 14-hour travel day. Oof, man. But I'll tell you what, dedication. When I when I heard what your dad went through, dedication. Yes. So, so give us, but tell us, give us highlights. What, what were some of the highlights of the trip? Well, um, definitely getting to be there on the anniversary day. It's always just such a great feeling to actually be in the park that day. And then staying at Beach Club, it was my first time to do that. It was really great view from our room. We were on the fourth floor sort of looking out over the pathway where you like walk from Crescent Lake to the lobby. Mm-hmm. We had a great view on the room. We could see a little bit of Crescent Lake, a little bit of boardwalk, the swan, the dolphin. We could see Storm Along Bay. We could see Yacht. We could see 
literally everything in the Crescent Lake area. So we had a great room. Um, but I'd say with what Disney did themselves, it honestly felt almost underwhelming for a fan of the parks in its history, kind of like with the 50th for Magic Kingdom. They didn't do all too much. We had the merchandise that morning, which apparently they're also going to be releasing a vault collection-esque thing for it, Mm -hmm. but it's not out yet, which which we all feel sort of cheated for not being able to be there that day and get it because we're not sure what all they'll release on Shop Disney. And then for actual references to the old park, uh, in the future world, they were playing some of the old area loops from the 80s, which was great to hear. Um, and then at about 7.30-ish, they did a special light show on Spaceship Earth, which had Listen to the Land, New Horizons, and it had We Go On, which was amazing. But um, there was no tag on Harmonious. And there were quite a few people who were watching that and just sort of waiting around after, just waiting for for something to happen, and it never did. I mean, it, and the thing is, I wonder, and well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously the weather was bad. They were, you know, in a pinch with the hurricane, but I don't know that they had anything planned anyway. And, and, and plus you mentioned that background music loop in the entrance area. They should let that play for a year. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, cause it got rave reviews and the people they like, should just play forever. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they should, right, but I mean, yeah. at least let it play for like the next year, because I mean, it's going to be. People that don't know won't know any different. And the people who do know are like, yes, this is awesome. Like, let it play. I, I don't get it. Yeah, and then uh, it actually did not play in World Showcase. Who's making this? I remember for Epcot 35, they had, like, the old area loops, mm-hmm. and they had the actual songs in it. Right. That was playing throughout the whole park for the day. And they had it for like the post show music. And that's not hard to do. After, that, that's just queuing up something on a computer. <laughs> that is not, I mean, I understand sometimes things are hard. That's not hard. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, but um, just in general, it was a great trip. I mean, any Disney trip is a great trip. Mm-hmm. Got to see my dad for a few days. Yes. Yeah. I miss seeing your dad. I haven't seen your dad in ages. I was talking to him uh, yesterday on Twitter. It's like we haven't seen each other since I think the last Illuminations. That's been too long. No, we were oh, saw we, we saw him on the fiftieth. Oh, the fiftieth. That's right on the fiftieth. Yeah, I knew it was some big big milestone. It's the only time we see each other. It's like at a big milestone. Yeah. Just come down for a football game or something. Oh, hey man, you guys are going about the same way Mizzou is right now. It's not looking good. Well, I was just talking about I was talking about you the other day in the 50th, how like I still feel privileged that I signed that food tray with like all these other celebrities. I'm like, dude, my signature is like on this tray with like all these other like legends. And it's like one of my proudest moments, to be honest. Yeah, this year we did the tray again. We ran into um, Josh Tomorrow, Stephen Miller, Jeff Bale, Fred Pettit. They all signed it this year. Nice. Nice. And then we saw um, Martin Smith. We just ran into him. Oh, that, that guy's awesome. Is that yeah. is that Martin's vids? Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. His videos are unreal. Mm-hmm. Is he is yeah, he he's Bri- is, is he British? A lot of what I know about Epcot. He he's British, right? No? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with what you just said there, Ella. Like I've learned more about Epcot than just watching his videos and like mm-hmm. his history. Like right. the way he does it, like he does like the Ken Burns style, like he'll take a still photo and like make it like move and then have all this great text with all the history. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, God, this guy is a legend. It's like it's like PBS stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. it is. Yeah. Like I would pay big bucks for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, I love that guy. Well, I'm so glad you. I'm glad you guys got to have fun because it was so such a mess. I felt so bad for everybody because the thing is, 
I mean, in Ella, I, I've been talking about you and your dad because you are the biggest Epcot fans that I know in my in my life. I mean, and you guys know the history. You guys appreciate it all. And I felt the most bad for you all because I knew you wanted to be there. And, you know, this whole lead up to it before the hurricane, I was disappointed that Disney didn't do more to celebrate. And I know the park's in transition. It's kind of a mess up in the old future world. I get that. But they could have done more. And then with the hurricane, it was just like a little slap, you know, just like it made it worse. So, but I'm glad you had a good trip. So let me ask you this though, out of the merchandise, was there something that you got or something you were excited about? Cause I was going to ask Scott the same thing. I'm not a big merch guy, but anything you liked? Um, I actually got my first spirit jersey. Your first one. That shocks me. <laughs> one of my best friends from back home, who's a major Disney fan, he has like 20 of them. But I've just never been into it that much. There's a few of the newer ones that I've liked, like the uh, the vintage map one. We um, we looked for it this trip. It was not in the Main Street Cinema. Kind of sad about that. And then there was a flower and garden one with orange word on on it that I liked. Um, yeah, and then yeah, and then the Epcot 41 I liked too. So um, I got my first spirit jersey this trip. There you go. I, I would have, if I'd had to guess, I'd bet you had 10 of them. Cause I mean, it seems like every Disney fan has lots of spirit jerseys. Scott, real quick, what was your, did you see any merchandise you were eyeballing for Epcot 40? Uh, you know, I love the magic band still. So like, I really like that, that Epcot 40th magic band. And I might still try to get my hands on it if it's still available. Cause that, that's sharp looking to me. Yeah. Can't go wrong with magic. Did, yeah, you, did magic you guys. Band was very cool. Me and dad love magic band. We have a ton of them. So and then did, did you guys use Magic Bands Plus? We also love pins. Did, Ella, did you, guys use, did you guys use Magic Band Plus on this trip? Did you did do anything we cool? We did. Uh, um, so um, during Harmonious, on the day before the anniversary, we were sort of iffy about watching it, but we had a decent place. We were actually looking at the, like, main stargate barge like through the archway in japan so we had a pretty good view of it so we stayed and watched it and for about the whole time i had my arm with my magic band up in the air watching the magic band more than the actual show (laughs) that's hilarious it's like those old years that used to go with the show that i have sitting here somewhere in the office yeah they used to flash. Me and Dad both have pair those. <laughs> those things were like they weighed. They were like a football helmet. They were so heavy. <laughs> Your neck Good would hurt. Good wear them. Well, Ella, we got to run because we're uh, a little bit over time. But hey, tell your dad we said hello when you talked to him, and we're glad you had a great trip. And I appreciate you taking the time to call in tonight. Definitely, will tell him hi. Great talking to y'all tonight. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Ella. You take care. Great to talk to you. All right, bye bye. Thank you. All right, it's Ella down in Arkansas. All right, Scott, good show. We got a lot of calls tonight. How about that? That's what we like. I love it when the calls come in, man. It's so good. We didn't even have to, like, make stuff up tonight. It was great. And uh, we had one bonus call there with all the metaphors. <laughs> what was up with that? <laughs> anyway, I have no idea. So we're going to get out of here, but we'll do this again next Sunday night. It's 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Scott will be here. I'll be here. And we want you to be here and give us a call. It could be your mini trip report. we got a couple of those. Those are awesome. Because we can get that out here just right away. You could be home, you know, just a couple of days, and we could talk about it, highlights. That that brings the energy for everybody. We want to know what it was like right now down at the parks. So that's exactly what we like. We could also talk about current stuff. Who knows what's going to happen this week? But we'll talk about that next Sunday. So plan to join us. Spread the word. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube. We'll be here. We hope you are, too. Our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link this time, uh, this week, when you shop online. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast who make all these shows possible. Check out all the uh, details and get the bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week over at Patreon.com slash Podcast. Give Scott a follow. See what he's up to this week. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Mike. Give me a follow and you'll see what I am up to this week as well. And of course, we'll have the shows this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Pam and Ricky. Maybe Scott. Who knows? It's kind of Ricky can be there. Ricky's there and... 
We could be having a baby here sometime. So I'm, uh, you, you know, you're like waiting in the wings there for, uh, you know, I, I know. So I haven't been on in a while because like the OG crew has been ready to go. Right. And I always tell you, like, I'll, I'm ready for when you need a yeah, pitch hitter. If we, if I we, feel like, I feel like I got to start getting some reps in, you know, know on deck circle him. because Dude, I, it's almost time. I feel like I, I was telling Pam, you're like Chase Daniel, which you probably don't know who Chase Daniel is, but he's like a famous, he was the yeah. like best Mizzou quarterback ever, but he's been a backup forever throughout his career he's made 41 million dollars and i think he's played like 78 plays in like 11 years he's made a million dollars just sitting behind like all these famous quarterbacks like drew Brees. now he's behind his chargers it's kind of like brian hoyer so he was a michigan state guy who's been the bat who was the backup for tom brady for years in new england so he's got all these super bowl rings but he hasn't played much but uh, i promise you it's gonna happen nature's gonna (laughs) like this is this is one (laughs) I have no doubt. Like, cause I mean, the thing was like, you were there for like uh, two months there. We couldn't say anything. Cause page yeah. or a uh, page. God, no. <laughs> Ricky was having morning sickness. And so, but we couldn't say anything. And so it was like, where's Ricky? You were just there, there, there. And then Ricky also was like, Oh, I feel good. And so she's been back and we're glad for that. But I mean, eventually that yeah. baby's going to come. So, yeah. And so it, it's just good to have this rotation of four. So, and we do, we love doing this every Sunday night. So we get everybody out there every week and we have fun talking. So, Have a good week, Scott, and uh, we're going to get out of here. So we'll do this again next Sunday night. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.